Well, we want to thank uh, the sponsors that helped bring you uh, all this uh, highlights and uh, football on Friday nights here on Round Guy Radio. Uh, first of all, we want to thank Mike's Auto Sales of Muscatine and Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa, as well as Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Jim Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B Propane, Richardson's Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa, the Farmers Co-op and Vision Ag of Kyoto and surrounding areas, and the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland. We got Scotty Melvin. He's got the Power Five. Uh, before we get into that, Scott, could you give me a little brief rundown on that Danville game, uh, the Danville Van Buren game that you mentioned? Oh, it wasn't much to really tell. Van Buren's line was overpowered by Danville's. Uh, they were Danville was a lot more uh, quick, um, size-wise was about even, but Danville's line was just more quick and athletic, and they were all over Leffler all night long. Uh, Van Buren couldn't get anything going. Um, it was just domination by the Bears. 40 to zip at half. That's pretty much the story. Well, you were the only one that got the, you know, actual eyes on, on a Danville game. Uh, are they a pretty solid team going in the playoffs then? They are, but their size is uh, decent. They've got some real good athletes. Um, quarterback uh, Bauer's got a good arm on him. He's very athletic. Uh, but they're, you know, you can tell – after seeing them in person and seeing Columbus in person a couple of times, they're not on that level yet, but they're certainly uh, definitely a possible lower end playoff team. Okay. Well, let's get into the power five. All right. Well, I thought we'd get down to five, but a few teams shined. uh, So they couldn't be left out of it. So I'm still sitting at about eight teams that I'm going to include here with some ties. And we'll start at the number five spot and a couple uh, teams in our area that have lost a couple of games and, and kind of have been in and worked their way out of the power five. And I have no doubt they'd work their way back in the Columbus Wildcats and the Minneapolis Bulldogs. Uh, both seem to be streaking and peaking at the right time as we're heading into the last couple of weeks of the regular season. Um, and I think they'll both make uh, strong runs in the playoffs or setting themselves up for that. Anyway, um, Columbus may not get to, uh, you know, that number one spot that a district champion gets, but uh, Minneapolis looking like they will. I think they uh, pretty much clinched up the, that district with the win over Mid Prairie. Yeah, I saw them this weekend. They look every bit of power five team to me. Yeah, and I noticed they're, they've climbed back into the low end of the uh, some of the state rankings, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, rightfully so. Um, number four, I got a couple of teams that are – they've only lost a game. Um They've been in some close ones. They keep scratching and clawing. They're still in the Power Five, and that's the Fort Madison Bloodhounds and the Linville Sully Hawks. Uh, I got Linville Sully kind of dropping down just a tad, just because they're winning, but their their uh, their margin of victory that they might have had with uh, their top player in there is, has shrank quite a bit. Um, I still think they're a strong bet to win their district if they haven't already cinched it up. And uh, if Quarter can get back for the playoffs, like he said, he would be uh, uh, some weeks back when he was first diagnosed with that broken leg. They're as strong as ever uh, come postseason. So um, I think they're a solid number four there with 
with the Bloodhounds, both those teams kind of reminded me of each other, different uh, levels of classification, but uh, teams that just find ways to win every week. Mm-hmm. Number yeah. three, a couple of one-loss teams that are showing us some real surge of power lately, and that's the Waco Warriors. Uh, they had the one set back against number one Winfield Mount Union. They're an eight-player, but outside of that, they've been dominant. Um, no matter who they're playing, they seem to be getting better by the week. And the Sigourney Kyoto Cobras, who, much like Waco, <laughs> seem to be getting stronger week by week. And uh, that drubbing they put on Pellet Christian, I think, took a bunch of us by surprise. Not the fact that they won, but the way they did it. And uh, the only thing is keeping them out of, uh, keeping them as low as number three for me in my power pool is the fact that they've lost, they've lost a game. And they have the close one against Pleasantville. But uh, right now, they look as, as good and as strong as any team in the Round Guy Radio family uh, out there. And, uh, man, have they really surged in my view. Yeah, I think in everybody's view. I saw um, – I was looking at some polls, and I watched this Iowa uh, sports YouTube channel, and they hadn't really been ranking uh, um, SK, but finally they got them in there. Just uh, I, They debuted in the top, I think, in seventh place. So. Yeah. Um, they, they're definitely solid back in there. They're, in fact, there's kind of a log jam of teams that we're familiar with in that 1A uh, state rankings that I've been uh, checking out here today. And, uh, they're, you know, they're, they're very deserving. I think that loss to PPM early on hurt them a little, but not bad. But then the fact that PCM dropped another game or two in there somewhere uh, might have made that, that loss look a little worse even uh, to a lot of folks that, that aren't in the know. And then uh, the close game against Pleasantville, the fact that Pella Christian had beaten Pleasantville just a week or two before so badly maybe made some of us think that SK wasn't as, as strong as thought. And then they come back this week and just put it together and, and uh, show us what they really are. And uh, now, now you got to think this team could make some real noise, uh, you know, on the road to the dome there in one A. Yeah. Uh, no kidding. No kidding. So we're, you know, we're still left with the same two teams uh, that have been undefeated up to this point, and they're still undefeated. And so number two belongs solely to the Wilton Beavers. They are one that uh, kind of remind me of Fort Madison and Linville Bully, other than the fact they haven't lost a game. They've, they've had to kind of uh, scratch and claw with some of these games lately. And, uh, you know, they're, they're uh, for being undefeated, they've been playing some tough competition deceivingly tough competition, I might add. And uh, they keep coming away with victories. Um, I wouldn't say they've been tested real hard, but they've been pushed a little bit. But they're still undefeated, so they've got to be number two. And the only reason they sit at number two is because my number one team, the Winfield Mountain Union Wolves, are absolutely destroying the competition. They're showing no mercy. They are acting the way you want to see a team that's got a real legitimate shot at at winning a state title act. Uh, You know, they, they aren't treating any opponent no matter what level that opponent is, in any way other than a possible, you know, competitive a competitor that, that, that could beat them. And that's what you want to see out of a team that's got high aspirations. They, they don't take anybody lightly, and they go out and take care of business. And if they got to beat somebody by 60 or 70, that's what they do. And I'm sorry, that's the way it goes. That's what I want to see from a top-ranked team, a team that's got a shot at a state title, and that's what the Wolves are doing. And so they're my solid number one, as they have been virtually all season. And uh, to me, they just look stronger by the week. All right. Uh, what about some bubble teams? 
You know, I didn't really dig into that too much. I have been swamped uh, schedule-wise with a lot of, uh, <laughs> believe it or not, youth sports. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. So I've had a look at some really low-level uh, volleyball and football lately. And it has not provided me any time to really dig into much other than the, the team that I'm really focused on. We are in that part of the season where, personally, Dave, I'm not really that worried about bubble. I'm worried about focus. Well, what I was going to ask you about the Pekin Panthers. Uh, uh, looks like they're going to roll to six and two. Pretty impressive win. I'll be uh, against Thailand, but uh, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, just want to mention their surgeon a little bit. Well, Scotty, is there anything else you want to say? I know you really were pinched for time tonight. Yeah, I got a lot on my plate tonight before my early bedtime. Um, not really. Um, it, it was fun to get a chance to see Danville in person. Van Buren as well. Van Buren's got some nice athletes. I just feel like. Uh, line plays where they need to improve, and I don't think it's for lack of size or, or uh, athletes. Uh, they just they just need to come together a little better. Um, Danville was really, really dominant on the line, especially on the defensive line. I mean, they were just all over Leffler all night. I felt like the poor kid, every time he dropped back, had two guys on him immediately. And we're talking like – we aren't talking blitzers. We're talking defensive linemen. Uh, Danville's defensive linemen were fast, uh, decent size. They're just not going to be fast and, and, and big enough uh, to take on Columbus or Lisbon, is my is my thinking. But no, uh, we're about to find out. But it looks like they could they could give anybody else a game. I think so. Um, you know, they, they battled Pekin for a while. I think you brought up Pekin. Yeah, they're, they're certainly on the bubble. Um, it's just there. there's only so many spots. And uh, we, we do know by way of, you know, uh, facing off direct against a team like Columbus, they're not quite to that level yet. No, you got some. You you got some. You got the teams. I, I I agree with what you're saying there. Those are the ones that are at this moment in time and this this picture really really dominating. Well, uh, thanks for being with us, Scotty. Hey, thanks a lot. We'll talk soon. Flintless Manufacturing is a full service metal fabrication shop located in beautiful Burlington, Iowa. Flint Clint is now hiring for welders, painters, and machine operators for both first and second shift. Call three one nine. 752-2781.